Hello, hello, and welcome to Red, White, and Coconut Oil. Oh, yeah. oh wait, wait. Hello, hello, and welcome to Red, White, and Coconut Oil. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Jess. And I am Tatiana. Hey, we are back. Hey, y'all, hey. We are back. Last time we saw you all, um, Tatiana had jetted off to some tropic <laughs> island on a boat. I went on a cruise, y'all, with my mom. We were gone for five days, and we went to the Bahamas and the Turks and Caicos, and it was pure bliss. Um, and then afterwards, I met one of my girlfriend met me, and in Miami, one of my girlfriends did, and it was a good time. Aww. A lot of fun. We were there for like three or four days. That I did not do any of those things. <laughs> I uh, was not living that that life. How are like fun fact? I've never been on a cruise before. Really? I haven't. Cruises. My are grandmother awesome. used to cruise like every other month. I swear. She, her, and her, uh, her husband at the time, which may he rest in peace, Grampy. Yeah. Uh, used to always travel mm-hmm. everywhere. It's like that's I need to be doing that when I'm fifty plus. Let me get my life. <laughs> Cruises are great. Cruises are great. I got sick on our cruise. You have to be careful of the water that you're drinking. Mm. Um, and the types of rooms that you get if you are prone to motion sickness. It's like some of those things you have to think about, but overall it's a really good time. Highly recommend Ugh. Well with that being said. <laughs> oh my god, it's a friend check time. Friend check, friend check, friend check. Friend check. How are you feeling the last two weeks? I know you just got back too, so. Yeah. Like, with, on a scale of sweet to drizzy, because, you know, wine, uh, how you feeling? Um, the week before last was sweet. Came back mm-hmm. from my vacation. Um, things are really good. I dropped the weight that I needed to drop while I was on vacation because I was still prepping for my competition, so that was great. But this week has not been good. This week Uh-oh. has been all the way dry. Oh, it's no. All the way dry. I feel like that... The, I was telling my coach that I feel like the more weight that I lose, my periods start to affect me very differently uh, emotionally. So my cravings are like wow. monster cravings gnawing at my stomach. And I gave into all of them this week. And it's just making me feel just not good. And... I feel like I'm catching a cold and just everything gross that comes with periods in your emotions. I'm just like, I've been feeling them hard this week. And I'm like, oh, when is this shit over? That's <laughs> when does it go away? I, I, that's sad. Yeah, I know. This, I, I literally just canceled a date for today and hanging out with my mom tomorrow. Cause I just don't want to be, I don't want to be around anyone. I except me. Yeah, except Jess. <laughs> and I told Jess, <laughs> y'all, it's it's 10.30 right now. Um, and I texted Jess at like 3 o'clock this morning. Like, you can come anytime before noon. I assumed she was going to be here like at noon. <laughs> and she got here at like 9.30. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was sleeping and I just rolled over to my phone. And she's like, I'm here. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I got to get up and like interact. I I, <laughs> I literally when you text that I was like anytime before noon, and we normally I mean the recording session itself is about forty five yeah and then we have to sit and debrief and all that stuff a little behind the scenes for y'all, um 
So I was like, oh, we're going to do the regular time. But now so you can enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, I kind of feel guilty <laughs> canceling that date, though, because the guy invited me out to these two things. Um, a day party and then one of his friend's birthday and he added me as his plus one and stuff. But I was like... I don't know. I feel you got, like it's, man, I, I need like that. I need that life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I looked at my email yesterday and I saw the tickets in my email and I was like, oh, he he went ahead and did this. This is great, but yeah, I'm just I don't feel like it. Oh. <laughs> Tatiana is in her headspace. <laughs> it is okay. Listen, boundaries and self care is real. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's what we were talking about last week. Yeah, we were saying it will like change something just to like. I don't want to say appease a guy, but we don't want to do anything to make the guy think that, like, you know, we're not available, we're not interested, yeah. and we're, like, we, we used to make ourselves super available. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's recharging. It's real. Mm-hmm. It's real. What about you? What sweet about to dry. Sweet to, to dry. Um, I've been working on my tongue pops. No! Nah! <laughs> <laughs> um, that alone. No. Um, I, let's see, it's been two weeks. I'm actually going to say it has been, um, how do I, uh, I don't want to say very dry. I don't mean very dry. I want to say, huh. I'm going to say semi-sweet again. Only because mm-hmm. it has been a roller coaster for the last two weeks of just emotions and like adjusting schedules. So I started this job, which it's going to be resting in peace here in about a week. R.I.P. R.I.P. So like I started this job um, out in the freaking burbs. Mm-hmm. And I have to be to work at like 6.30. And I was telling my cousin, I was like, you know what? Getting up at 4, 4.30 to go to the gym and start your self-care routine is way, I'm telling you this, is way different than starting to get up to go to work. Yeah. And especially the, when you're not really, like, feeling it. And especially when you're not feeling it and you gotta do it every day. So, like, my self-care, my, like, sleep pattern's been way off. Like, it's just, it, I'm not, it's been really hard. Um, and then I was in a show with, uh, the Fly Honeys, which they have they had late shows, so I started this job mm-hmm. getting home at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and have to be up and be to work at 6.30. I was like, I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the semi part of it. And then the sweet part of it was just yesterday, because I got offered another awesome job. <laughs> um, That's hand clapping. Which, in case that, doesn't uh, that is... Which makes it even more sweet, and I probably should not have said this on this podcast because it's gonna come out way before I want to like tell the masses. But whatever, now I got no. I got offered a job. I didn't necessarily accept it yet. I got offered, but so still figuring out all that stuff. So I'm really excited um, about what the possible future may may bring. So I, yeah. that's why I say semi sweet. It's like my my whole energy and like it's been way off and my sleep schedule's been weird but i'm hoping in the next two weeks or so Mm -hmm. it's gonna get back to like normal normal yeah like pre-2018 normal like back when i was like getting up in the morning and be having to be to work at nine o'clock yeah life back when i can like buy really nice things i mean i can still get nice things but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it's definitely a semi-sweet. It was good. Awesome. It was really good. I like it. I like it a lot. 
talking about dating. We're going to transition into... So first of all, this topic, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have brought it to Tatiana mm-hmm. because um, I personally just been having these conversations a lot within the last year and a half, maybe even two years, with just friends and family members and things around that dating. And then recently it's been like very much in my face. Yeah. And um, so we're going to talk about relationships as it pertains to the type of relationship one might have. Um, so yes, we're going to talk monogamy versus non-monogamy. Not versus, just monogamy and, and non-monogamy. non-monogamy. Yeah. Um, in relationships, dating, all of those things. Um, because I think it's interesting that one... There's options mm-hmm. these days. I think those options have always been there, but I honestly think more people are way more open um, when it comes to those who practice non-monogamy. Yeah. So, what do you think? Jess sent me over um, this. I just had to pull it. Damn it! This uh, document. So, first of all, Jess sent me um, this topic, and I was like, okay. And it was... Um, it in, she also sent me over this Jadena Breakfast Club interview that which we're going to talk, talk about, about later. later. Um, and I watched it, and I, I, I guess I didn't know that this was a thing. Of like, I didn't just I was really like, know that this was. Tatiana was like, "What?" This is, I was like, "Oh, this is a whole. This is a whole thing." I've only. And this is um, my blind spot in life, obviously. But I've only, like, really heard of these types of things with folks intentionally being a part of something um, that involves them or their partner having other partners in whatever sort of way. I've only heard of that in, like, (laughs) with, like... That's not a big thing in black culture. I'm not saying that it does not happen, but growing up in black families, that's just not a huge thing. Or maybe they just didn't Uh, talk. See, that's what I think. It's like, you wonder if people just didn't talk about it. No, I feel really comfortable saying that that's just something that black people don't typically do. However, also understanding that black culture is not a one-size-fit-all thing. We have different people who are into very different things. That is 100% totally true. But also, as a culture, there are just themes that tend to run through no matter who you meet. And I have never heard of or seen anyone being a part of something that wasn't monogamy and the other person they both were consenting to this being a non-monogamous mm-hmm. situation so anyway i was like okay this is interesting this took me some thinking and digging and so just um sent over this document and it's titled what i mean when i say toxic um monogamy culture and so we were just kind of thinking through what we know from from monogamy to be mm-hmm. and thinking through like things that we may have to unlearn or things that we have to kind of like unpack and undig. I don't know y'all. This stuff is, it's also still very fresh for me <laughs> in unpacking this because I'm just so conditioned to seeing husband, wife, married, 
50 billion years, yada, yada, yada. And so having to... (laughs) And so having to think of it from a different lens, which I'm totally open and okay with, it just takes a bit of an adjustment for me. Did you find it on your phone? I, I have it, but I'm also looking for a specific podcast that horrible things... I'm gonna reference it in a bit. Okay. Horrible decisions. That's what it's called. So let's start off with this. What? Go ahead. Yeah. No, you go. What are your thoughts on monogamy? Okay. How do you feel about it? I I think monogamy is great. I would also consider myself potential. I think now I think monogamy is fine. Um, I oh, don't know where. Can I say something really quickly? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something that I'm going to try to do and I'm going to challenge you to do it is to not speak in absolutes. Oh. Because we never know what may change in our yes. mind, what yes. situation that's why I was like adjusting how that's why I was like trying yeah. to adjust how I how I said this. I think I'm conditioned just like you to think that monogamy is where what it should be. Yeah. However, <coughs> what I think about monogamous monogamy is there's a few things that I feel relaxed. Bless you. Uh, Y'all all gonna hear all those sneezes. Sorry. (laughs) This is not my day. I I think some of the things that bothers me, not bothers me, that I've I've noticed in a lot of monogamous relationships, either with my friends or people who I know who are married, is this idea of honesty Mm -hmm. and this idea of vulnerability. And I know one of the things that when they talk about toxic monogamy culture was normal normalization of jealousy as an indicator of love. And we'll post this on our page so y'all can yeah. know what we're reading from. This was floating around the Instagram a couple of weeks ago. Um, and things like... Uh, there's another thing in here that I think is that I've, I've, I really... The thing that bothers me about monogamy is the level of honesty, like I was saying. And how many times I'll have conversations with my friends who are in monogamous relationships, and I'll be like, well, did you tell your partner? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, no, they just, I don't know if they, I'm like, tell your freaking partner. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why aren't you telling your partner this X, Y, and Z thing? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, great that you're confiding in me, but I also think your partner should know how you feel about X, Y, and Z. So I think this level of, like, there's still this, like, wall of how much you discuss um with your partner and then not discussing things like jealousy Mm -hmm. uh there's i think there's some fear in monogamous relationships where you don't want to discuss it because you don't want to rock the boat in your relationship and i think sometimes people feel very like will start to compromise yeah those sorts of things so i think it's and even i have done that in past relationships and wonder if i was more open Mm-hmm. or more willing to talk about those things, maybe I would still be in a relationship for now. Or maybe I would do X, Y, and Z. But I also think those are the same things that I feel make me not the best, I can't want to say this, but like how I feel where I struggle sometimes in dating mm-hmm. is because it's just idea of like, I don't mind being honest and vulnerable and open like, Here's here's the things that I want want and need, but we have I've been conditioned we've been conditioned to be like is this too much? Am I saying too much? Is this a thing? Um, I don't want to discuss this because I don't want to rock the boat. So how can I compromise this thing or address it from this from this behavior? Yeah. Um, and I don't want to do that anymore. You know, I I don't think I've done it recently or in recent relationships that I've been in, 
But I think it's something that it's just this unlearning behavior that it's totally okay to be honest and vulnerable and that the difficult conversation, the difficult conversation you may or may not have in that is part of the building of a relationship. Yeah, that's what I don't. So to answer my own question, I, I think that monogamy is beautiful. I think that when you have two people that can come together and commit to doing life together, I think that that within itself is beautiful. And that's what monogamy means to me. Mm-hmm. Um, not no temporary three month bullshit. Like <laughs> we are done, done and done. Check, check, check. <laughs> we are saying that, um, you know, this is what we want. We want to do life together. You're my partner. Um, I think some of that toxic monogamy culture that I have had to unlearn in these five or so years of being single is that you have to be all of the work that you put into yourself when you're single, you have to continue that. And I think that people often find refuge in their partner and then think in this document, I'm going to post touches on that, that this person has to complete me or fill in these holes oh. or make me whole or yada, yada, yada. And it's like, no, the work you were doing on yourself continues. That That's why I shifted my language from saying like boyfriend to like a partner. Like we're doing life together mm. because I'm not in, and I don't say that to say that boyfriend is synonymous with you're a whole filler. Like that's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying, but I have to change my language so that the universe can give me what I want mm-hmm. and, in that whole idea of like I'm pouring, I'm I'm having these expectations that you're supposed to help mm. fill something with me. Like yeah. that is very very toxic, and that's also very unfair to put that burden or responsibility but on the other person. That's the thing is that that's what we are. That's what I think is the conditioning part of that. It's mm-hmm. like we say things like, oh. I want someone to complete me or um, even scripture says something about like completing the one's yoke or something like that. Like there's this, there's this, to me it's this very foundational Christian sustainability of what we're supposed to know because Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. But really it's that it's what, if you are, if you are, my opinion is this, if you are allowing someone to be the, to fill whatever void you're trying to do, you, that's toxic. Yeah, because that person can't make you feel the things you want to feel. You exactly. have to learn how to feel those things. But yep. when you start to allow others to like be your freaking walking stick, mm-hmm. that's what I do think it does become toxic. Yeah, but I also mm-hmm. think there's a level of vulnerability and honesty in monogamy that is still a struggle in monogamy. Hmm. That you that that I still I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think there's still a level of that. In monogamous, just even just recently talking to some of my, my, uh, my friends and people I know who are in monogamous relationships. So how often I'm just like, well, did you talk to your partner about it? Mm-hmm. Did you say this to your partner? Did you let them know how you feel about X, Y, Z? That's something that I do not understand. Honestly, I don't, I don't understand, understand it either. How it's you like, are with, I don't understand how you can be in any type of relationship, friendship, whatever, and you have... Uh, and, and there's something that you need to discuss in order to help the situation become more um, equilibrium again and you are withholding I don't understand that concept I think that's just who I am as a person like, I, I'm I mean, very much like if I have an issue I'm going to say it yeah. or if something needs to be said it's going to be said but that's the thing not everyone is, is conditioned that way but yeah. also this goes into like <coughs> because there's this idea that um like this last one is that the adi- the idea of being of value to a partner should always make up a large chunk of 
how you value yourself or the idea of um, your insecurity should be your partner's responsibility. Um, now I totally forgot what I was going to say because your sneeze is... <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I was like, I'm like sneezing and coughing. I was like, are you I'm okay? I'm trying not to scratch my throat. Oh, 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 I know what I was going to say. Um, because of those two things, this I often wonder if, if that's the expectation that going in that's unexpected on expectation going into relationship mm-hmm. is um that that person is supposed to meet all of your needs mm-hmm. like we briefly talked about this before we um press record is do you feel that one person can meet all of your needs I don't know, whatever those needs may be. This question. <laughs> whatever those may be. I hate Mental, it. spiritual, sexual, freaking interests. Like, do they have to be this? I was so against lists mm-hmm. all through college mm-hmm. and into my 20s. Kind of still now. Like, yeah. this idea, like, all my friends were like, well, did you create a list about what you wanted in a partner? Da, 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 da. I'm like, well, why do I. What, what, is that, what does that do? Like, why mm-hmm. do I need to. Like this person, and then like check it off every time I meet someone because no one's gonna meet all of Everything. your needs. Yeah. But this idea I feel like about monogamy is that that one person I could be wrong, that that one person is supposed to meet those needs. Mm-hmm. Do you think one person? <sighs> I hate this question. Can one person, like, just give you all of your your body's desires, your mental, your spiritual, your physical? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I also, uh, I, I was know. telling just before this that I think that's a very loaded question. I don't know if one person can meet all of my needs. What I do know is that. But then, how do, but then if you don't know that, what if, what if there's a need that you need met that they can't do? You're just going to not get those needs met? Or are you just going to, how are you going to find, and what if it's something that's really been like, Irking at your heart, struggling. Can you tug- give me an example of what that means? I don't that's know. Not sexual. That's not that's sexual. That's not sexual. Of course. Um, let's say. Oh jeez, now I'm on the spot. I gotta think. Because I also kind of feel like if the if my need that's being met is so overwhelming, and I'm like, I need this for my partner, and he's not getting it, then maybe this ain't the relationship for me. But if there's a need that you want it that you want to be met, that you're just like, eh. We'll just let that one go because this person can't do it or... Yeah, like if it's so... Oh, if it's not overwhelming enough for me to... If if it's like... I don't know an example, but if the need is not big enough that it's making me feel like I need to get this elsewhere, then I'll just... We'll have to figure it out and compromise or whatever that is. But if it's something where it's like, no, like I need this from a partner and you are not able to provide this for me, I think I need to... If I can't drop it, I may need to consider if this is a relationship for me. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand about all this. Like, there's also an option to exit the relationship. I don't know why would someone stay with someone that you feel like you're not getting what you need from them. Oh, I totally, I'm just playing devil's advocate. But, like, I totally, there's, of course, if you're not getting fulfilled in whatever way you need to be fulfilled, you know, there is an exit slip you can can take. Yeah. I will write you one if you need to. (laughs) Like, here's your exit slip. This is what didn't work. You can have an exit interview at the end of it. And then we'll figure it out. Okay. This is actually a great transition to our next point, and it's the apps. Nah, not the apps. The apps. Yeah. The apps. 
Um, so how do you think um, apps being able to like swipe left and swipe right at your own disposal, it can literally feel like a video game. Mm -hmm. How has that um, like affected monogamy for you? Um, and have you ever encountered someone on the apps who was kind of like, I'm into the non-monogamy thing? Uh, yes. Um, and you know what? Now in my life, I'm being a little bit more open with Mm -hmm. those things. Um, but man, early twenties, like post my four year relationship, I would always swipe left on anyone who was not monogamous. Mm -hmm. And, um, because I was so like, after my four year relationship, I was like, no, this is what I need. I need a monogamous relationship because, oh, I'm not going to be single for a long time. This is going to be easy just to kind of pop back into the game and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I'll swipe, I'll swipe right on someone who's, who is non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've even swiped right on people who are like, I, I'm going to say recently have done this within the last year, um, who are currently in relationships you know, and just open because I don't know if I'm just like needing to just kind of go on a date, you know, so maybe that's just something I just need to go on a date because I just need to go on a date mm-hmm. or if I'm like actively seeking out that partner because at the end of the day, if that person is already in a relationship, that's probably already their primary partner. And see, that's the thing, y'all. If I'm going to be a part of this, I'm going to be the main girl. <laughs> if, if I'm going to do it. I'm the main girl. I am not. That's the other thing. Listen. I'm not if we gonna be polyamorous, if we gonna do diamond, I need to be the main. I'm bitch. the main <laughs> one. That is a hard. I'm the main one. <laughs> you know that that I'm not the side girl. That, Hell no. That that is very valid because I thought about that too. I was like, well, if poly is a thing, right? Because it is a thing. And I respect people who, I have lots of friends who are in open marriage, open marriages, open relationships, who mm-hmm. practice polyamory, like, tons of friends who are in it. Like. With let, all parties knowing y'all. Not all parties. Like, so this yes. isn't cheating. This isn't cheating. And just so y'all know, if you're in a polyamorous relationship, all parties consent to the relationship and the people involved, however they yeah. are involved. Um, which, that's a, we can get into that. We are going to get into that. But, um. I think you're right. I think I would prefer, if I had a preference, I would definitely want to be the main partner. Yeah. Like, I need to be on your Instagram feed. Yeah, <laughs> like, no... I need to be going to your Christmas parties. Like, but if 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 I am not that person, then maybe that's a whole other part of relationships I'm just willing to explore. Um, just so, like, I'm exploring those relationships. I don't know. It's it's a very interesting thing that so Tatiana made the point about you know just is not very common in black black culture. Um, I I agree with you if you're talking like post twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. I think something in the last couple of years is people are feeling more comfortable to be like, I do this. This is what I'm into. This is what I'm into. Um, it's not this like closed door. And the amount of people from all the races that I know who are in. poly relationships open marriages open relationships considering asking to open like the amount of people i know i is is insane i remember a friend of mine this was like four or five years ago she was like she was like yeah we're in an open relationship and i was like i don't know how you do it She, she was like oh we just both know that we're gonna you know see other people and i did not understand it then i didn't understand the concept i didn't i didn't get it i thought it was like 
dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how can you, like, I'm too vulnerable for that. But I think I've gotten enough thick skin that, I think I'm still vul- too vulnerable, mm-hmm. but I think I'm be, not, I think, I know I'll be more, able to be more open as far as, like, expressing those vulnerabilities. And But that's all part of it, though. You, you go through those stages of, like, the unknown and, like, jealousy if you decided, like, yeah. open your world to that lifestyle. I was telling Jess that I, so, I am not a person that is way too conditioned to what I hold to myself to not be able to open up myself to the idea mm-hmm. that other people do it, and that's absolutely cool and fine. But also thinking, also thinking about this, and I, as I was processing this, I didn't want to put too much ownership on the partner who was looking to do this. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Can I even do mm-hmm. this?" Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I could. And, mm. and and that's because in my mind, one y'all, I'm lazy as hell. Okay, I'm very lazy. <laughs> Uh, me and my friend was talking about this yesterday. He was like, you do all those workouts, but you don't like to take the stairs. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm lazy as hell. But anyway, uh, I'm lazy. So the idea of emotionally investing in more than one person, that is, y'all, that feels so heavy. And it's just like so much. Yeah. Having to just, uh, it's too much work. You got to remember different shit. <laughs> you got to keep track of different shit. <laughs> my memory is already that of like, I don't know, a 90-year-old, like, (laughs) that is too much damn work, and then it's like, where is this going? I was also telling Jess that, like, it's similar to, like, our dating life now, we date different people at one time, something is gonna eventually sizzle out, and so, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. There is a ton of, I, first of all, before I do my other thought I was gonna do, I mean, that's real, but also, um, I think the, the idea around open relationships is open relationships, poly relationships is that, uh, it's not a necessary, yes, there's probably emotional connections involved. Um, I think that's just a form of connection. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but you can, you can connect with people on many different levels when you're. But uh, emotional connection would happen naturally if you're attracted to that person. Yes, that's very enough to do all this stuff with them. And I'm not even talking about on the sexual level. Like if I'm coming to you from for some sort of a need, and I feel that you feel that need, Mm -hmm. I'm going to emotionally connect with you. And that is a lot of work to maintain. (laughs) (laughs) That is that is very true. It is a lot of work. Some people are literally wired that way Mm -hmm. to have multiple partners yeah you know yeah i guess now again if i'm the main perhaps i have a different (laughs) outlook because i will not be one of the the branches i'm the motherfucking tree (laughs) they are the damn branches okay oh my god so there's a lot of (laughs) that is funny i realize that we're probably not uh doing the best around like explaining non-monogamy Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and we're already, like, 30 minutes into this. My bad, listeners. So, if you don't know, polyamory or non-monogamous or open relationships, there's many different kinds, um, are, in a nutshell, um, a, love, a type of relationship where, I think we said it earlier, where everyone is consent about each other's partners. Or you consent to um, the, this relationship style. 
which is completely different than cheating because you don't know the other person's right. involved. You don't know that ex-partner is doing X, Y, and Z. When you are open, poly, non-monogamous, however, all parties are all parties involved know that all parties are involved. Mm-hmm. So you can't. <laughs> there is. Oh, someone was telling me a story about how she knew a guy, and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, me and my me and my wife me and my wife is in a poly polyamorous relationship, but." Uh, she doesn't know I'm see, uh, seeing uh, other people. You know what? And Goodbye. my friend was like, that you waited a poly... <laughs> like, exactly. your wife would know that this is a poly marriage or an open marriage. They, 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 she, you're just cheating. Like, exactly. They have, if they have no idea that you all doing this behavior, ah, that's a love. That's like, gray lines. Just FYI. That's my opinion. That's hilarious. But there's a lot of great articles and a lot of great... YouTube videos that I personally have watched around open relationships. And the only reason I got involved in this topic is because, like I said, I have have so many friends um, who practice non-monogamy, and I'm like, I just want to understand it more so that I don't have a bias or a stereotype about their relationship. Um, So I started getting more interested in this uh, like a couple years ago. But now since I've been single for almost like eight years, and meaning that I haven't had a long-term partner in a while, um, but I've dated different people, short-term relationships, mm-hmm. that I should start looking into this because maybe this is an option for me um, as a, haven't been in a relationship in a while, maybe yeah. this might open up the relationship I want. I don't really know. We're still exploring that. This is um, um, a good transition. Yeah. So when dating, so speaking of, you know, you're exploring that and... Oh, it sounds like both <laughs> Both Jess and I are single. We are not in a committed I'm not in any relationship, any of the forms. <laughs> um, I'm dating. We're dating. I'm, I'm dating. Yeah, that's I'm what dating. I just said. We're not, oh. in, we're not anything serious. We're dating. I'm just dating. Um, so, in the early stages of dating, are you typically non-monogamous? Like, you're dating different people? Or do you try to, like, focus in on one person? Are you a one man gal even if y'all are not in a relationship how do you go about that that's a great question tatiana washington um i think if you're dating those sorts of titles shouldn't even matter i for Mm -hmm. me i think you should be able to date anybody you want remember that episode in insecure where Issa had just her and lawrence just broke up it was Uh like two episodes after and she was talking about her rotation Mm mm-hmm and she was like, I got so-and-so in this thing. She was like, I just got to put them in the rotation. One of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. After I literally saw that episode, I was like, that is the smartest thing ever. How come I haven't been doing that? Because in the past, I would just focus on one person. I didn't even yeah. think about dating different, people. dating different people at the same time. And honestly, I should have been doing that early mm-hmm. on. Or I wouldn't, I don't think heartbreak would have been so like, ugh, gut-wrenching. Yeah. Because I would have had other people in the mix. Yep. You know, until potentially one of them say, hey, let's try to, you know, be inclusive or whatever. Um, I, I, it's something to think about. But I think in early stages of dating, you should be able to date whomever. As long as that pe- those people know. Actually, yeah. I don't even know if people need to know. I don't think they do. I, I feel like... I need to know. Um, I feel like until... Uh, Unless it's, like, sexual. Then if you start having multiple sexual partners, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. even think you need to know. Just I wrap don't. it up. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if, if y'all are not using 
protection, I think for safety measures, you should definitely know. But I think if y'all yes. are being protected, then I don't need to know who, who else you're fucking. I really yeah. don't care. Um, unless we're like in something serious. But I feel like, in, again, like unless the conversation is saying that we are monogamous, we are in a committed something, then you are free game to do whatever you want to do. And so am I. I tend to be a person that talks to different people at one time. But I also know myself to know that when I like someone, like, I start to hone in on them. And then Mm. everyone else is kind of like, eh, I'll hang out with you if I need to. But um, I think that it's important to either date different people at one time. If you don't know what your situation is leading toward, like the one that you may like the most, because eventually there's someone that's going to just stand out and be like your you know, your all-star out of your top five. Mm-hmm. Um, but if y'all aren't in that space to, like, call it serious, like, keep yourself busy as hell. Um, because I also don't think it's healthy to, like, hone in on someone and give someone all of your time and attention if that's not, if it's not appropriate for where y'all are quite yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, I used to, I used to just <clears throat> do one dude at a time. Um, mm-hmm. But I think dating different people or keeping your options open in the early stages are totally fine. <coughs> and then if you get to the point where you're like, hey, I want to move forward in, in this relationship, um, bless you, Tatiana. Um, if I, <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm no, I'm not sorry if I'm sneezing, but I, <laughs> I told Sudafan. y'all I get it. Um, no, I think that if... I, I mean, sorry, I used to focus on one person. <laughs> Oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> um, yeah, I used to focus on one person for the third time of me saying this. <laughs> but now, <laughs> now I think uh, it's easier just to kind of date when you yeah. need to date. I'm also not saying I'm like, I got a Rolodex of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not like, a black woo! Book. You know, like Wednesday I got Johnny B, Tuesday yeah. I got KK. Like, no, I get like... I don't have that, but I do think it's important that you sh- you should date around. Unless yeah. you find that person and they're the connector piece. I think where it starts to shift is like maybe, you see, you've been saying that person for like maybe a year and they're one of, and then they approach to you about like open relationships. If y'all have been hanging out for a year and that ain't no relationship, uh, what? No, 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 no. I'm saying if you solidify that this is a, a committed thing or okay. a long-term thing early on. Okay, And okay, then okay. maybe a year into that relationship, you offer let's be Oh, uh, I'm about to say, wait a minute now. So y'all been <laughs> hanging out for a year and y'all haven't had the discussion Also, what I am not hanging out with anybody, <laughs> so just to clarify, um, for a year. <laughs> I haven't been with anyone for a year. That is a like, long the cute little moment. As- and hopefully some some <laughs> some cool things in the future. Who knows? Yeah. Um, my mom always says, if you're not going to date different people, then have something that's going to occupy your time so you're not putting too much energy into one person. Yeah. If it's I mean, not appropriate oh to God. do so at that moment. I totally used to put all my eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> oh, my God, I love you. Apparently Pisces do that. I'm like, oh, I that is not. I can't. <laughs> like, I not anymore. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But there was a moment in my single that I would, you know, because mm-hmm. I want I wanted something so bad. Yeah. Now I'm just like content as to where I'm at. I mean, it still sucks and still has its moments, and I still meet a lot of great dudes and mm-hmm. like uh, people. I still hang out with people, and it's, things are fun and great and exciting, and it's like really learning how to be like, okay, how do I manage this emotion right now? 
because in the past some things didn't work, some things did, and now you're yeah. like, Meh, and it's are you weird. still on apps? I am still on the apps. Okay. <laughs> oh, I am, and I don't know, like. I don't know. Like, they're there. I still swipe left and right, you know. I'm on Tinder and OkCupid. Those seem to just be, like... Those are your two go-tos. My two go-tos are easy. I, you I, are I definitely an OkCupid gal. I can't necessarily say, like... I've been on dates with people. Mm-hmm. There's people that I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Um, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but also, like... it's I don't know. I... I, I I love dating. I love getting to know people. I think it's great and fantastic. Yeah. I just have these... I just don't... Dating ads can sometimes be a little... Uh, not the most for my self-esteem sometimes. Because mm. <laughs> I can go like days and weeks without anything. So yeah. then I'll just stop being on them. Yeah. You know? And then I was like, well, maybe I'll just open up this, right? You know, and do this and that and then some. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's like few far and in between. That's when I was just like, I mean, I'm open to dating many different people, but I'm also not doing, like, I'm not, I'm not like, mm, let me roll through my Rolodex. Yeah. Because it's like, the apps are open, but, yeah. you know, bite is where it's at. Gotcha. You know. But, okay. So, we have talked about a little bit about non-monogamy, monogamous mm-hmm. culture, um, and so I want to backtrack to things about, like, black culture and about, like... Uh, black folks who mm-hmm. uh, potentially, not potentially, but who actually practice monogamy. And there's a lot of us that mm-hmm. do. There's a lot of black people that do. There's a lot of um, black progressive folks who practice. Um, and I know, I don't actually know, I, go to, I know a good handful of them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being, I don't know, butcher homie's name, Jadena? Yeah, that's how you say it. Jadena, who is fine as well. I was just about to say, he's fine as hell. He is, uh, oof. Lord have mercy. May you bless me with a man of the genes. Because that man is gorgeous. And either bless me with uh, a baby of that or maybe him. I don't really care because I will birth all of his babies. Yeah. And have me some little Nigerian white babies because he biracial. He is? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. I think that's the interview early on in the interview. Um, um, his mom's white and his dad's Nigerian, I think. Oh, something dang. like that. I he just a he that. a light skinned brother. <laughs> yeah, he's super. Sexy. Whew, he is fine. Anywho, how another part why we decided to talk to this is that when my cousins posted the interview he recently just did on the Breakfast Club, yeah, with the Charlemagne the God, which I, I I'm on the fence about Mr. Charlemagne. Um, <laughs> and you can find this interview on YouTube, YouTube, all of the platforms. And what really interests me is that he talks about his experience with polyamory mm-hmm. and um, and how he does it. Like, he's totally open to this lifestyle. Um, and the interview was interesting to me. This was the other thing that was interesting about this interview. is that the other black people in the room, the other folks of color in the room, were like... <sighs> Mind blown about this concept that this good looking brother is like, oh yeah, just like, do to do, darker, darker, like, yep, I do this, like, not understanding the concept of it. Mm-hmm. And even just their thoughts around it, some of it was a bit misogynistic, but whatever. Charlie Man had my issues. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But like, and some of it was just like, yo, just do like 
you can Google, like, instead of making these, like, assumptions that... So he talks about, before I go in too deep with it, so Jadena, Jadena talks about his um, relationship he had um, where the, the lady that he was with at the time was also seeing another person. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the assumption that everyone else made in the room was that all she was doing was fucking this dude. Yeah. What I liked about what Dedena said is that's not always the case in polyamory relationships. And I just thought that was very good for that brother to tell that to this other group of people. Like, no, 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 no. It's not necessarily all about her fucking this other person. But sometimes that is possibly the situation. But I knew about it. Mm-hmm. And that's where they, like, blew up. They're like, you knew you knew about it. <laughs> you let it. You, you let it happen. You, you, you let it air happen. Quotes. Air quotes. Uh, what do you think about that interview? I thought the interview was good. I, 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 I loved how he shed a light on something that, again, you don't typically outwardly see in black culture. Um, but to Jess's point, there has been a wave of just, like, black people, feeling our generation free. feeling more free and empowered to be themselves authentically. Mm-hmm. And not, like, hide behind a cloak of this black is what black culture, traditional, to be, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was very cool to like see it, to, to hear him talk about that. I do also want to note that he didn't like try to glamorize this no. or nothing like Mm-mm. that. He was very real about how it actually was something. I don't think it's something that he practices right now, um, like anymore, but he did say that, that, was, that um, article, that, that was recent. No, I know. Oh, but, no, that situation happened a few years ago. Oh. That didn't happen this year. Oh, oh! The oh. interview was this year. The situation that he was involved in happened a few years yeah. ago, and I don't think that he is like an active polyamorous. Yes, he don't. <laughs> he don't actively. Okay, anyway, my point <laughs> is that he didn't glamorize it. And he was really, really raw and honest in that it was actually hurtful when he. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jess. That it was actually hurtful when he. Um, actually experienced it and when he found out that one of the girls even though he said that he was involved in other women it was hurtful to hear that the other girl was actually involved in other people even though that's what their relationship was yeah um, he said he that was said, the most he he learned to, something about him learning a lot about himself in that process yeah when it comes to like jealousy and understanding he was like as one of he's like he one of the quotes he said was I sat through a 26-hour tattoo, but that was the most yeah. hurt he's felt. Yeah. Um, and learned a lot about himself in that process. But they agree to that, right? That's the con- that's the consent part of it. Yeah. Um, but he also learned, the other thing I liked he said in the interview was like, after a while, he just, he didn't need to stress about it. It was mm-hmm. like, when I'm with her, this is with her. I'm with her. Yeah. And, uh, and then the other guys was like, "Well, what about Christmas? What about what about the holidays?" And he was like, "What you go with me? Because I'm the pri- I'm the primary partner." Yeah. <laughs> this other dude is just see. That's why we got to be the main. We yeah. Be the, <laughs> the branches. Right. And the the, uh, the thing. And uh, one of the thing I really liked, he also said in the interview was um, <laughs> that it actually made their relationship stronger mm-hmm. um, because, and I said this before early on. Uh, I'm sorry, early on is the amount of honesty and vulnerability you have to... Like, there's a must when it comes to open relationships, non-monogamy, poly lifestyle. Like, you have to be open. You have to be honest um, with one another. Um, and so I think because they had that openness that, my my opinion, um, is probably what, like, med them together. And he also said, 
in the interview, <laughs> most people don't want to fuck the same person their whole life. Would you bring other people into the bedroom, Jess? In your if you were the main, if I were the main, commit. Okay, let's not say main because I'm speaking from a. Um, 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 well, in some in some open, that is the terminology. You're no, but I'm partner. saying I don't want to use the main because I'm not re- referencing this as if you're a part of. Oh, that's true. We're, we're also not saying I'm Polly. You're this. That. Exactly. That. We're just having the conversation valid. So if you were in a uh, relationship <clears throat> and it was just y'all two. Um, would you be open to adding other women? Other women? Or other people. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. I mean, it could be whoever. Other people. Um, would I be interested in a threesome? Is that what you're asking Mm -hmm. me? This, this podcast has turned into, uh, Horrible Decisions, if you haven't heard about that podcast. (laughs) Go listen to Horrible Decisions. Those are two black female women of color. Um, one's bi, and and one is actually in a polyamorous relationship. It's a really great podcast. But anyways... That what Tatiana's asking me, would I be open to um, adding a third? <laughs> Sorry, family members who are listening to this. Alert, alert. Close, Close. Close your ears. Anyone that I've seen naked. <laughs> oh, Lord, this is opening doors. You realize this, right? Would I be into... Let me just answer the damn question. <laughs> Because I'm hesitating because I'm a little nervous. Uh, Sorry. I'm, I'm, clearly, y'all, we didn't talk about this. I was ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Lord, I would be open to it. But I would have to be open to it, and it has to be who me and that me and my partner discussed who potentially would be that person. But also, I would only enter that person into the space if it needs to come there sexually. Like, I want to I wanna explore everything with my partner first. Mm-hmm. Sexually, kinks, all those things, before I even bring in another person. Even if that person's kink is another person, mm-hmm. let's explore kinks as, like, two people first before I even bring in another person. I just want... A, I don't know if I can bring someone like in. TV, like the old black <laughs> couple that I just I just want to be together. like George and Weezy. Exactly! Exactly! <laughs> Listen, exactly. George and Weezy was probably some freaks. Let's just be real. <laughs> Let's just have all the typical <laughs> traditions of black love. Well, first of all, would oh, you bring would. someone into the bedroom? Um, I would. I would. If... Yeah, I would. There's nothing else to it. I would. <laughs> I cannot. Oh Lord. Also, if y'all are adult content, <laughs> I know. If y'all are interested in hearing more on uh, relationships where people bring folks into the bedroom, I highly recommend the T Pain Breakfast Club interview. Him and his wife, they do that. They go out. They scope people together. Um, whoever they have, Dr. they have. Thought about this. <laughs> no, I just really like Breakfast Club interviews. Uh, I listen to them all the time. Um, and they have the person sign like a con. Like it's a very like specific thing that they do, and it's a part of their lifestyle, and it works for them. I'm telling you, there there is a whole world of dating out there that people used to like <clears throat> keep behind closed doors. Um, back to Jadetta, because I don't know how we got to that. Uh, um, oh, I know why, because I said most people don't want to fuck the same person their whole life. Yes, 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 yes. Um, 
he also we talked about this early on. He talked about most people are not. This is uh, quotes from him, not verbatim. Uh, most people are not going to have connections with the same person their whole life, which is interesting because those are two different sorts of connections, right? One's on the physical level, and then he talks about this on um, this like mental, potentially even spiritual level. I don't like that. I I, I, just don't I, feel I believe comfortable that. talking in absolutes like that because you just don't know until you end the shit. Well, he was in the shit. Yeah, and but that's speaking who... for that one situation. I just don't I just don't feel comfortable speaking on absolutes as it pertains to relationships because everything is different. I'm, I'm also... not saying that what he's saying is is untrue because for his situation that was probably the case. But to say like most people and like these very like I don't know. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm more do of you a, know... I'll figure it out once we get into it. I mean, I think I am the same way, but do you know people who are in Open relationships? Mm-mm. Well, there you go. Mm-mm. I know too many of I've all the I've never race. met anyone. I know people that cheat on people. And <laughs> <laughs> the other Trash. party is not, doesn't know it's an open relationship. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You have to, like, open your mind, open your, the like, other person your pool know. of people to, like, really fully understand why he's talking in those. You know what I mean? Like, because, I, I mean... I don't, I don't, I don't think you need to be around it to... I, I kind of think you do. No. I well, mean, not around it. I think, like... What I'm, I'm getting at is I don't think you need to be around people who are in open relationships to agree or disagree if, no, if no, one no. should speak about absolutes as yeah. it pertains to relationships. Yes. That... Yes. Backtrack what I just said. That's not what I meant to say or how that was supposed to come out. But... I don't know. I... I kind of agree with this statement. Uh, but then again, some people do. But also, I often wonder sometimes if I'm coming from a space of, like, jaded mentality as well. Mm. But, like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm jaded with dating um, or potentially meeting my long-term partner. But I do believe that some people do go about their life you know, making connections with different people because that's just how they're wired. No, I agree. Oh, I, oh, I don't okay. disagree. I just don't agree with speaking in absolutes. All people do this. Yeah. This happens with all yeah. people. That's what I don't feel comfortable yeah. doing because you don't know until you're in the shit. But does Tr- it happen truth. for some people? Absolutely. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's valid. That's real valid. Yeah. He also makes the point about one of the things that I definitely took away from that portion of the, the interview, which I thought the whole interview was super dope, um, is... He said the thing about, uh, quote, I am not in control or empowered to keep women from their success. Mm-hmm. In this statement, he was referring to, because he was answering a question from the other people in the room mm-hmm. about this idea of, like, quote, unquote, allowed. He's like, you, when, when one of them said, you let your woman do that, quote, yeah. unquote. Oh, in my head, I heard you allowed her to do that. And he, his response was, I'm not in control and I don't, yeah. I don't feel empowered to say what a woman can or can't do. Yep. However, we can talk, convert, you know, like, figure out all the other stuff. I just thought that was so... I love it. I loved that. Like, that to me, that was like, you're right. And But I think sometimes... I think that is some of that embedded stuff when it comes to monogamy is this level of, like, ownership. Yeah. And, yep. um... And I see that's why, like, maybe you don't call someone your boyfriend mm-hmm. or your girlfriend because that is a level of ownership, right? Yeah. When you say... When I have friends who be like, oh, he doesn't let me do that. I'm like, I'm sorry, excuse me? What? <laughs> You're a whole ass You're a human. whole ass human. What you mean he don't let you? He don't, he don't let me wear 
uh, heels because he's an inch shorter than you. Know, that's not your problem. You gotta put them heels on, girl. See, when people say <laughs> stuff like that to me, that's a a hole into something much deeper. Same. Around, um, perhaps I don't want to get into yep, that. That's a whole yep, different I podcast. But that's a hole into something deeper, and they like that this person has some sort of ownership over them because it feels something. I, I don't uh, that that's real. Feel some kind of a void. That's real. That's totally. Fuck you real. mean he don't let girl? What? I've, I have heard that. I have heard. Oh, she don't. She oh she will. She would never let me. Da 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 da. It's like I'm and I'm because I'm not gonna put this all on the male mm. or the or whomever is in that yeah. partner. Like both folks be not letting and allowing in these terms that lead to um, ownership over one person, which goes back to the idea of like uh foundational stuff of what monogamy is mm-hmm. even the idea of marriage like this level of ownership of like of the person i don't know i just thought that denna um he was actually just in chicago last night two nights ago at the promontory point at promontory sorry uh, for 84 to his new album Oh, got it. I didn't uh-uh. listen to that. Yeah. Anywho, um, I just thought it was really great. One, that they... Uh, th- that's one of the few things I do like about The Breakfast Club is that they are very open mm-hmm. to a lot of different topics. So it was really nice to hear this, like, group of black folks yeah. discussing uh, something that could that is... Whenever you've talked about it, it comes out of white folks. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's great to be like... Because there's, there's young... There's probably black people, black young black folks who are trying to figure out what kind of relationship they live in. It's just like, you know, and being, having that be seen in that space could, could validate the fact that there's polyamory, open relationships is actually, that's fine, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that there's other communities and other people who practice that. Yep. Um, that are black. Or POC. Jaden ain't the only one. I can <laughs> name like five of them on my hand right now. And one of them is married, so... And they in a open all the things. <laughs> I know none. Yes, I, I know that. None. Yeah, I had a. Yeah, a, yeah. They are a few friends like that, and a few LGBTQA friends who are in open relationships. And mm-hmm. So I say all this to say, <laughs> uh, the things is a good conversation. Um, what are y'all's thoughts? Please, I, I really, honestly want to know what y'all's thoughts are around monogamy and non-monogamy um and if you and i'd be also interested to know who else out there that maybe we don't even know practice it you can definitely email i forgot to do all of our tags anyway i'll do that now (laughs) uh you can email us at red white coconut oil at gmail.com we're gonna post some of the uh things we've been talking about on our IG, so you can even leave us a comment um, in our IG, slide into our DMs. You can yeah. slide into our personal IGs. I'm at j.van, sorry, j.journey, and Tatiana, I can't remember your new one. T-Wash underscore the plant eater. Yes, and or slide into our uh, red, white, cocoa oil um, IG DMs. I would love to know y'all's thoughts about this. Let's discuss this. Let's talk about this, because I know it's not a new concept. It's nothing new. It's been around for years. Um... And what y'all think, if you married or non-married. And if I'm you... actually posting the um, some of the stuff now, so. Great, so you, be you'll, there look. you'll have it on there. Um, this will drop in a couple of days. <clears throat> By the time you hear this, we probably had some postings about it uh, Monday and Monday, most likely. 
Yeah. Because um, Wednesday will drop the this particular episode. Um, any final thoughts on not monogamy and monogamy before we go into the last closing of this? As long as everyone is feeling safe and protected, yes. and everyone is feeling like that they are. Um, their needs, whatever those would be, are being met, I think you should do whatever floats your boat. Same. I have no hard, this is the right way, this is mm-hmm. the wrong way. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. As with everything in life. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I co-sign on everything that Tatiana just said. Do what <clears throat> makes you feel comfortable um, so that you can live a fulfilled life. Um, and also don't let anyone shame you into thinking what you do is unconventional or not for not pretty don't let anyone shame you like about yeah. with the things that you do because if that makes you happy it's none of their a fucking business okay <laughs> so do you boo um so we're gonna end in our most favorite part of our day affirmation corner oh that was way off yeah that sounded good to me <laughs> little affirmation corner um do you want me to start uh i can go cool um oh shoot okay here we go so mine is super simple and it's really just around being loved and so mine is um i adore being loved and wanted by my partner Mm -hmm. and we're gonna also do parentheses s partners you Mm -hmm. (laughs) again like i said earlier as long as you are feeling safe and secure and you're getting the love that you want from one person or multiple people that's all that matters do you boo that's actually what it should have been (laughs) do Do you boo um mine is um a quote um is what happens when people open their hearts they get better end quote that's the only thing about relationships in general, regardless if you are monogamous or non-monogamous. As long as you are being open with your partner or partners um, and allowing them to be um, into your vulnerable honesty space, nowhere, nowhere to go but up, right? Yep. So it just gets better. That is it. I, uh, lastly, I just want to add this 2.5 cents to this. Um, this potentially could be a part two episode. Yep. And hopefully, um, if that is the case, let us know if you want a part two of this. And we can probably bring some people in who practice either space to get some 2.5 thoughts from some real deal holy fields. Um, and if you would like to come on and uh, speak to us about this, regardless if you're monogamous or non-monogamous, we would love to have you. Because mm-hmm. I would love to... Um, really get like people who are practicing in the game. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd Open be my cool. mind. Let's learn about each other, y'all. Yeah. Well, we have come to an end of our wonderful show. Um, I want to thank y'all for uh, listening to us. Follow us on all the platforms. Listen to us on all the platforms. I think that's it. Yeah, I'm Tatiana. And I'm Jess. We out. Peace. Bye.